Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. We talk a lot about what's happening governmentally in this country on my show. We also talk about education. I don't think the kids are being educated the correct way. And it's not an assault or attack on teachers. Teachers always think I'm talking about them because they do. Um, I'm not necessarily. I mean, if you're a teacher that's, you know, union first and I'll, I'll, hang the pride flag and the trans flag and every other flag in my room. If you're that teacher, then you are the problem. If you're a social justice teacher, you're the problem. If you're telling kids they can't call you Mr. or Miss or Mrs., they got to call you Mix or Zier, you're the problem. So I am talking about you. But if you're not one of those teachers, it generally speaking is not you. It's the education establishment. There should not be an education establishment. I'll give you an example. Here in Texas, they, they are um, arguing right now. They're debating school choice. I don't know what the problem is, and every time I hear some news story, you know, somewhere out and about, um, the news story talks about how there's an argument over whether tax dollars should be used for private school, and it almost sounds like it's a negative. It's not. He, here's the situation, and I should know because I pay way too much in property taxes. They make us pay property taxes. You can buy your home free and clear, and you still have to pay property taxes. Why? Because they can. And if you don't pay the property taxes, guess what? That home, that piece of land, that whatever that you bought can be taken from you by the county. That's the way it works here in Texas. I'm sure that's how it works in most states around this great land. So they're taking the property tax money and they're funding schools with it. They're funding public schools. The push for private schooling or charter schooling or for alternative schooling is a good one because I'll put it this way. I've been doing this, what I do now, broadcasting for almost 35 years. So I've done it for a long enough time to where I'm making pretty good money. If I want to send my kids to private school, I can afford to. I'm also still paying for public schools because they make me or else they'll take my property. Now, there are people that are listening that can't both play, uh, pay property taxes and pay for a private school. I was in that boat for a very long time. I feel where you live. I feel where you're coming from. I'm with you. I understand. I've been there. I've been in the same exact position. Now, should I have to pay property taxes and fund and finance public schools, even if I want to send my kid to a private school or a charter school? Well, my answer is no. Of course not. But that's the rule. That's the law. Until the law is changed. There are some states in this country that will allow you to get school vouchers. A voucher is basically you getting the tax money back that was supposed to pay for your child to get educated in a public school facility, and you can now use that in a private school or a charter school or in some alternative school. The argument has been, 
That's not fair to the lower-income areas, and it's going to make schools worse. It's going to harm public schools. Let me give you the truthful scenario. The public schools that are doing the worst, or the worst, are the ones that are in the lower-income areas. They're the ones in the higher-crime areas. Unfortunately, they're the ones, generally speaking, in minority areas. The people in those school districts don't have the money, generally speaking, like I used to not have the money, to send their kid to an alternative school while still paying property taxes. What school choice would do, what school vouchers would do, is give them a voucher, money, education voucher, to take to a local private or charter school. The argument so is, well, the private school can turn them down. We don't want your kind here. Well, no, they can't. They cannot. My way of seeing school vouchers and school choice would be that if somebody has a voucher and you're an educational facility, you have to take them. Now, if there's some behavioral issue, there's some long school record of expulsion or whatever, that's something else to consider. But just everything equal. If I have a voucher and you're running an educational facility that is somehow, you know, able to survive or able to to give education, accredited education in a state, you have to take my school voucher and take my kid. That would have to be one of the rules. Now, the lie is from the left is that this somehow will harm lower-income areas. That, of course, is a lie. As I said, I make a little more money now, so I could afford to send my kid. I don't, but I could afford to send my kid to private school, and it wouldn't hurt me that much. Many can't do that. So who then, with school vouchers or school choice, benefit the most? The answer is a simple answer. It would benefit lower-income areas. It would benefit areas where the schools are failing. Well, this is going to take vital money and resources away from public schools. No, this is going to make public schools compete for the money. What? Right. Public schools, instead of just getting the money because they can, and it's compulsory to get my money, would actually have to be better. They would have to, or you're in a failing district? Well, either we're going to close the school or you're going to get better. And right now, there's no reason for them to get better. There's no competition. L- let me make it as simple as I can. Because for me, it always goes back to food. Of course it does. Let's go to food. Let's say I open a pizza place on the corner of Maine and Oak. And I charge $15 for a pizza, and it's mediocre. It's eh. Then Kerry opens a pizza place right across the street. Same intersection, charging $10 for the pizza, and a pizza tastes better. I have a choice now. I can lower my price and make it more competitive and raise my quality of pizza, or I'm going to go out of business because she's doing a better job than I am. So I go down to $8 a pizza, and I add a little extra cheese for free. Now, Kerry's got a decision to make. Man, he stepped up his game. I'm going to go $7.50, and I'm going to make sure I add a little extra sauce. And now we're competing because we want... Your pizza dollar. Let's say those are two schools on the same corner. One school gets all the money and nobody can question anything. The other school has to beg for people to come and give them money to survive. I have an idea. Make the education money, literally education money. And it's not about closing public schools. It's about forcing them to get better. And if the public school is doing well in that area, you don't want a voucher. I don't want to send kids to public school because I can I want to send kids to public school, to private school or public school because it's better. It's a great opportunity. It's a great choice for my, for my child. School choice literally includes public school as a choice. Yet there's an argument about it. 
So all that having been said, the Department of Education exists because Jimmy Carter thought in the 70s it would make sense to have some centralized public educational system in Washington, D.C. that does nothing but collect money and take care of teachers' unions. It's about it. They don't really care about education. They care about indoctrination. I mean, when Obama was in office, Obama said things like, his education secretary, what was it, Arnie Douglas? Something some like that, Arnie some, Duncan. I think it was Arnie Duncan. It was spelled Arn, but I think we had to say Arnie. So Arnie Duncan is his education secretary. He's sending out handouts to all public school kids about what can you do for your president today. Literally, look it up. That was one of the things that was in a public school piece of documentation. What can you do for your president today? What? Well, that sounds a little Hitler-like, doesn't it? So the, school, the whole school choice argument is a dumb one. I'm more than, Sam, I'm more than willing to take anybody who wants to argue with me or debate me or tell me that I'm wrong about school choice. I would love to have those phone calls because it should be done. Texas, you're a red state. We keep on electing these people who are allegedly Republicans and conservatives in the House and the, in the Senate in Texas. And for some reason, the House of Representatives can't get their act together and pass school choice. And Governor Abbott needs to keep on calling them back and calling them back and calling them back and making them go back into special sessions until they pass school choice. And if you're in a state other than Texas, make sure that school choice is on the ballot or school choice is on the docket or on the agenda for your, for your legislature. What I just said is verifiably true. It helps lower income and failing school districts exponentially better than higher income and succeeding school districts. Period. End of story. All right. Let me give you this guy, uh, Cardona. Miguel Cardona is the, the Secretary of Education for Joe Biden. He's the same Miguel Cardona who was taking pictures during COVID, and everybody's wearing a mask except for him. You can find these pictures on the internets. Okay? There he is, making sure he's looking fine, and everybody else has their faces covered with a mask like a bunch of idiots. That's the same guy. Okay? Well, here he is today going on and on about how the government is there to help. Remember, the quote is, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Miguel Cardona thought he would pretend that somehow was a positive thing about government assistance when the intention of it by Ronald Reagan back in the day was it's a bad thing when the government says that. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there. There's technical assistance there. And there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting. Thank you. So, Kerry, did I get that wrong? He's actually pretending like that's a good thing. I think uh, Reagan said it. Yeah. From the government, I'm here to help. Yeah. Sounds like let's, he's let's, thinking, yeah, yeah, that's a good thing. It's positive. Let me play thing. it one more time. And then I've got Ronald Reagan saying it. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there. There's technical assistance there. And there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting. Thank you. Ronald Reagan meant this is not a good thing to hear. In fact, he said, I don't, I don't know if he said the scariest words. He says something like, I'm going to actually play it from the 1980s. He is not positive about the government showing up. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. I'm not really sure how you could screw that. Carrie, how can you screw that up? I don't know. And he did say terrifying. So the Terrifying, generally speaking, not yeah. a good thing. Mm, exactly. 
So if you're terrified by something, you'd like for that thing not to happen. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, again, Cardona thinks it's a good thing. You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, so when, I mean, does he not know what Reagan meant? But let me give you Reagan again, just in case. The nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Yeah, I think it's pretty pejorative the way Reagan says it. Cardona said, now here's my question. I asked this of Greg Jarrett later. We've got Greg Jarrett on who is the Fox News legal analyst. He's also a constitutional guy. He's got a new book about the Constitution and other great books in our history. Um, I'm going to bring this up directly and, you know, ask him about it because I speak the language. I use it for my living. I know what Reagan meant, and Reagan was a guy who hated big government. And think about hating big government as the president of the United States. He was very much like Trump later, Oh, Reagan and Trump are nothing alike. No, Trump actually, by the Heritage Foundation, was found to be more conservative than Reagan. Like Trump later, okay, you want to add a regulation, you get rid of two regulations. You want to add a government job, you get rid of a government job. You want to you want to raise taxes, now we're going to lower taxes. Lower taxes, smaller government, lower regulation equals more freedom. Reagan was wary about the power of government. Now, here's the, again, if he's just some guy, walking down the street, doesn't know what Reagan meant. I'm okay with that. But here's a guy that we're literally saying is the boss of education in the United States of America who's misquoting Ronald Reagan when it comes to the the business of government showing up to help. It bothers me. It bothers me a lot. What do you think about this? And again, if you want to debate school of choice, I'm, I'm with you. Got a bunch of weak-kneed Republicans in the state house, in the state Senate, in Texas, and probably in other states as well that are listening right now that can't get their stuff together enough to make sure school choice is available. It's our money. Why don't we have a say in how it's spent? 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Omaha Steaks. You know, we had the cooler show up about a week and a half ago. We don't have much left. I'll be honest with you. It was jam-packed, filled with incredible goodness, and we don't have much left. It's really incredible. When it shows up, you know that it's a good time that's about to be had by the entire family. The holidays are here. The Jolly Elves at Omaha Steaks have your wish list covered with guaranteed perfection during their Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales. Keep in mind, today is Cyber Monday, so take advantage of this right now. Score delicious deals on tender, juicy, extra-aged steaks like their mouth-watering bacon-wrapped filet mignons. I had several of those. Awesome. A holiday gift favorite or cozy up to the easy prepared meals and carefully curated gift packages that are guaranteed to make spirits bright all winter long. With Omaha Steaks, the possibilities are endless and endless flavor, endless value as well. Visit omahasteaks.com, save big with 50% off site wide, plus use promo code PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Get that extra $30 off your order. That's omahasteaks.com. Promo code is PAGS, P-A-G-S, at checkout. Minimum order may be required. Save that money today. Get to omahasteaks.com right now, and we're back after this. This is the Joe Pags Show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. 
Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hi, great to have you. Appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pags Show, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me go to the phone lines and see where you are on school choice, school vouchers, and all that and more. Chris, Texas, talk to me. Hi. Yes, sir. Um, so we live up, me and my wife, up in the uh, New Braunfels, Comal County area. Yeah. I, we don't have any kids. Um, I 100% agree with school vouchers, all that. My thing is, the only way conservatives can ever sell that to people is you have to have transportation for these lower-income areas. I mean, we drive by Canyon High School every day trying to come home from work, and you pass thousands of cars backing up the, the roads trying to pick up kids just from a high school, let alone elementary, middle school, you name it. The only way conservatives can ever sell that to lower-income people that can't get their kids to those places is to show how you can get them there. Well, well, Chris, the high school and the middle school and the elementary that you're passing are not private. They're they're not charter schools. They're they're actually public schools. And, and it's I also live in Kamal County, and I'll tell you, I'm paying for those schools. And this belief, Carrie, this argument has happened in my house more times than one. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're taking kids to school and picking them up every day. I don't know why is that happening. When I was um, a kid, I rode the damn bus. The bus. Yeah, yep. I rode the bus. I don't get it. You're getting up at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning. You're going to go wait in line and go drop the kid off. You're going to go wait in line in the afternoon. I mean, you're seeing them line up an hour, two hours yes, early. Yep. It's just like, is this a Texas thing? Because growing up um, in Florida, I rode the damn bus an hour I, each way. I don't care. You know, I don't know if it's a Texas thing or not. It definitely happens here in Texas. And I'm talking an hour, hour and a half before where you feel like, man, I got to get there and I got to be first. Um, I don't know if it happens in other states like that. I don't know. I think Chris makes a great point. I get it. Um, but the schools that he mentioned, for those who are outside of the area, are public schools. And they we do pay for the transportation. I pay a lot of damn taxes in Kamal County to make sure that, that there's transportation and a good education available. So, yeah, I, Chris, I'm with you. But that is not a, a school choice thing. That's a public school problem, to be honest with you. More, Hey, parents, start using the buses more. It, it just To me, it was, part of, it was a fun part of the day, I'll be honest with you. Ken, Oklahoma City, make it fast. Let's go. Hey, Joe, I uh, agree with you on pretty much everything cool. except for the fact that I don't see anybody um, in Detroit. I mean, they're low-income housing. They don't even pay taxes because they're, they're renting. So they, they're not eligible for vouchers. Sure they are. They, you, so you, you, you don't have to be a homeowner to get a voucher. You just have to be a, a parent of a student. There, there are people that are paying property tax. There are people that are paying property taxes that don't have any kids in school. They're not exempt from it. They still have to pay property taxes. Whoever owns that low-income housing could be the government. Those vouchers and that money is available. If that kid goes to public school. It's just a matter of taking the public school money and and letting it go to a charter or a private school. So it is available. It's available. It should be available to everybody. If school choice were the rule and were the law, it doesn't go by how much do you pay. Because even when my kids are all out of school, I'm still going to be paying property taxes. And that money's still going to be available to educate the people in my area. Why can't those people in my area choose to use that education dollar and put it somewhere else? It is not my money follows me or my kid's money follows my kid. That's not the way it works. Keep it here. Much more to come. Joe Pags.